bless you. I believe God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think of. And tonight, I, I believe God has a way of us. Whatever that He has established, I know He will bring it to a perfect end. So, um, tonight in our Bible studies, I just want us to um, learn certain things. Just learn certain things and uh, get to know how awesome God is. We've been treating faith, and I think I mean this will be the introduction part of faith, um, uh, the part two. And based on what we learn, I believe it's going to be the pillars upon which we build our destiny and our life. So um, I quite remember that when last week we were treating faith, we mentioned that faith is being God dependent and not being self-dependent. You be God dependent. Faith is just being God dependent, being God dependent, and not self-dependent you see being God-dependent and not being self-dependent that is faith you would depend solely on God not on what you think and what you feel not what you feel hallelujah so um, let's open our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 1. We are going to read something there. Hebrews chapter 11. Book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. I read. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen you see now faith is now representing time present so faith is is a present tense it's is available to us he said now faith is a substance of things we hope for the evidence of things not seen so what it means is this that whatever that we are be hoping for it is faith that is going to bring it from the realm that is beyond us into the now the things we hope for they are not in the present it says god has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places so there's a blessing that god has given to you but it's in a spiritual place and it will take faith to bring it from the spirit realm into the natural realm okay and last week we got to know that there are two kinds of uh, knowledge upon which we can build our faith um, 
we have the sense knowledge and the revelational knowledge and i was saying that the sense knowledge is based on I mean, uh, things that or the knowledge that is um, natural it comes natural to man so through the five senses um, knowledge through hearing um, tasting smelling um, seeing and touching that is the foundation for which the sense knowledge is built so based on what you are your profession is based on these these things so um, a doctor bases um, their knowledge on um, what they see what they um, get to know and what what they get to see hallelujah um so the kind of knowledge is always important when god says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god what are you hearing okay some people are hearing facts from the world yes it is a kind of knowledge but does that bring about faith you need to hear the voice of god to have faith the voice of god through his word the voice of god through his word so the second part of knowledge is a revelational knowledge and this is the kind of knowledge that goes beyond uh, five senses. You see, it goes beyond that. It is birthed by the Spirit of God. It is the truth of God's Word revealed to us. So sometimes we will be reading the Word over and over, but the Holy Spirit will just open up the Word to us. And we will have a deeper understanding you see we will have a deeper understanding and that understanding that we get brings about conviction brings about clarity and ushers us into this place of confidence that god cannot what lie you see and that is how i mean uh faith is strengthened it says for we do not walk by what side but by faith so we need to come to a place of um, faith now somebody will say apostle how how do i generate my faith or upon what structure or basis do i build my faith you see it is very important to know what you are building your faith upon um when a lady is in love i mean before she falls in love there are certain parameters or there are certain qualities she looks out for oh a guy in love with a lady certain things that he looks out for 
and it becomes the basis for the love you see so some people will love because you make them happy others will love because you provide a security you see others will love because they feel that you encourage them to do better in life so these are the basis but when it comes to faith as christians we need to know that what we base our faith on is what drives us so the first basis of our faith is the nature of god you need to know the nature of god the god that you are seven so scripture will let us know that the israelites knew god as the god of abraham the god of isaac the god of jacob for a reason because the god of abraham did not change he did not forget his covenant that he made with abraham he visited isaac remembered isaac because of the covenant that he had made with what abraham so they knew god based on his what nature you see so right now if somebody is asking you to i mean tell that person about your mother or your father or your sibling or your spouse or your loved one you'll be able to what i mean tell that person about your spouse or your, that loved person because you've come to understand the nature that is how faith works okay so let's open our bibles to hebrews chapter um, 6 verse 11 hebrews chapter 6 verse 11 the book of hebrews chapter 6 verse 11 I'm sorry, verse 13. Verse 13. Let's pick it from verse 13. Um, it talks about God's dealing with Abraham. If we want to understand faith, um, we need to pick up a case study, somebody to study how God moved and walked with them. And the Bible is full of examples, it's full of proofs. And upon these proofs, we build our belief and we build our faith on. So Hebrews chapter 6, verse 13, it says, For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could not swear by no one greater, he swore by himself. You see, he swore by himself. That is to say that the nature of God is this god's integrity is very strong his personality is very stable he is not a man or he's not i mean uh, a politician who will make promises and fail to meet them see he swore by himself 
So example, when we are all, I mean, going for probably a visa or a document, or when, when some people are going for loans, they ask for what? Um, security, something that should you fail to, I mean, pay, they would, I mean, rely on that. And some of the countries, they go for loans and they have what? Things they put as what? A collateral. When God stood, when he was making a promise to Abraham, he didn't find anyone, anything worthy of his promise. And the Bible says that he used himself because there was no one greater. That is the nature of God. You see? So, um, if we want to build our faith, we should, we should analyze the nature of God. He is a God of integrity. See? Another thing, under the nature of God, we can check is, um, He doesn't change. God doesn't change. If God says something, he means it and whatever he means he does it so if you've read the word of god the word of god is living and powerful it doesn't die scripture says that everything will pass away anything born of flesh will what pass away or even be corrupted you might i mean build a house and it might what lose value it might lose its style so maybe it's, it looked very posh um, two years ago but in the next 10 years it, it will lose its value its style and i mean the designs how things are done will change but god doesn't change the same God that I mean, we serve is the same God that Abraham served. It's the same God that, I mean, during the days of um, apostles, Apostle Paul, Apostle Peter, they served. And it's the same God that we are serving now. God hasn't changed. How do I know that? Let's, let's look into the Bible. Um, Malachi chapter 3 verse 6 Malachi chapter 3 verse 6 Malachi chapter 3 verse 6 I said faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God so what is written about God what do you know about God most of the times we don't know so the enemy or Satan will just put suggestions, just trying to confuse, just trying to divert you from who God is and what God can do. Malachi chapter 3 verse 6. This is the word of God. See, it says, For I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed O sons of Jacob. He says, He is the Lord. He doesn't change. He doesn't change. 
he does not change he doesn't change if god can provide a way of escape for the israelite when pharaoh came against them by making a way through the what the sea or through the water he can also make a way now for you and i if god provided food for the israelites when they were in the wilderness and the same god came in a form of the wet made flesh as jesus and when people were hungry because they were seeking after the word to hear what he had to say the bible says that this same god took a little and he blessed it and broke the limitation upon the five loaves of bread the bible says that there was multiplication and he fed them it means that god is still in the business of feeding his people so it doesn't matter what you are doing god will feed you so when matthew 6 says that seek ye the kingdom of god first and his righteousness and everything shall be added god means it he means it he means it and i know that as you begin to seek god genuinely he will reward you scripture says that he is a rewarder of the that diligently what seeking so as you diligently you are seeking god he will reward you so god doesn't change he is the one that gives gifts i mean when you read james chapter 1 it says that every good and perfect gift comes from god so he is given god is a giver john 3 16 for god so loved the world that he gave so we realize that the nature of god is to give and he doesn't change okay the next point we should know under god's nature that god cannot fail he cannot it is impossible to find that in the nature of god that god is failing that will be an indictment upon him that will be a shame that you call upon god and god cannot carry out his responsibility no 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 that is not god he is elohim when you read genesis 1 it said in the beginning god created the heavens and earth when you read the actual translation is a god that is elohim bara the god who creates it's impossible so i always say that whatever that um god cannot do he hasn't yet created it yet if he creates it then it means he cannot do it so the only thing that god cannot do is what he has not created that is to say that he hasn't created you in an image that is filled with 
shame. He hasn't created you in the image that attracts, I mean, sickness, the image that attracts constant denial, constant, I mean, depression, a constant life of anxiety, of delay. He hasn't created that for you. Because Jesus has been fruitful, be multiplying, have dominion. Why would a God say that and create something contrary? He cannot fail. So when um, Job was going through all kinds of I mean storms, Job came to understand something that whatever God has spoken concerning him, it cannot fail. It cannot be changed. So um, Job chapter 42 verse 2, I want us to read something there. Let's look at something there. Job 42 2. This is what the word of God says. I know that you can do everything. This is Job speaking. He says, I know. So you need to come to a place where you are convinced. He said, I know you can do everything. Not some things, but everything. And that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. That no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. In the Amplified, it says, can be thwarted or can be restrained. So if God says he has created you as a deliverer, he has created you as, I mean, the restorer of hope to your family. There's nothing that can prevent that from coming to pass. All you need to do is just to believe in God. All you need to do is to believe in God. Don't lose hearts. If God has released his word to you through his abled servant and handmaidens, prophets and prophetess, I mean apostles, teachers, evangelists, and they have spoken into your life, you need to accept it that God has spoken and he will never fail. It doesn't matter the storms. It will never fail. I mean, God spoke to David and the Bible says that he said, David, I have made a covenant with you and I know you want to build me a house but because of the blood on your hands I will let your son do it and David believed it and God also honored it that Solomon was able to build the temple built it because God's covenant with David what what was so strong and God established it even to a point where when Solomon after dedicating the temple and God walked into his dream he said 
my father has done well before you and you have blessed me not because of me but because of my father and God has honored his word what am I trying to say the nature of God you can't find failure so if you can't find failure in God failure shouldn't be part of your what your your name people shouldn't see failure when they see you that is why scripture says that rejoice not over me my enemies for I will fall but I shall surely rise your place is not to be at the bottom or to remain there but is to be at the top this word says you will be above and not beneath you'll be the head and not the tail so if God's word is saying that you accept it you will accept it so God cannot fail God cannot fail um, 1 Chronicles chapter 28 verse 20 um, talks about David's advice to Solomon um, 1 Chronicles chapter 28 28 verses 20 um, let's read this and David said to his son Solomon, Be strong. See, it is your responsibility to be strong and of good courage. You need to be strong and be of good courage. Why? And to do it. So it is your responsibility. Do not fear nor be dismayed. Don't let anything put you to fear or discourage you. For the Lord God, my God, will be with you. So when you are going through an event in your life and it's like all hell has broken loose, all you need to know is that God is with you all you need to know is that God is with you all you need to know is that the hand of God is backing you and will lift you up so don't lose hope don't be discouraged that is what David was saying he said he will never leave you nor forsake you until you have finished all the work for the service of the house so until your destiny fulfills whatever god has written in his word his books he will never leave you so as you continue worshiping god he's backing you isaiah chapter 40 um, 41 verse 10 he said be not afraid i am your god i will be with you and i will uphold you and i will strengthen you so don't be afraid yes the devil will roar like a lion but the devil is not a lion you see 
the devil was never a lion is pretending to be a lion but he's not a lion see and Jesus the Bible says is the lion of the tribe of Judah and as we are born after the lineage of Jesus we are overcomers you are an overcomer and lions don't back down nothing will cause you to back down when a lion steps out you know what it does it goes out with all confidence it knows that is the king of the jungle and no animal can intimidate the lion the lion is a natural i mean predator it hunts other animals not other animals hunting the lion so when first peter chapter 5 um says this the enemy is roaming looking for whom he may what devour is roaring like a lion seeking prey this is what happens if you don't live a life of faith or accept the nature of god upon your life as a daughter of god or a son of god you will become a prey for the devil or for satan and his cohorts for evil spirit for the spirit of depression or fear of doubt i mean they will prey upon you but when you come to a place where you accept faith you accept the nature faith is basically accepting the nature of god that god cannot die so no weapon formed against me will prosper if they could not kill jesus they can't kill me if they could not i mean deny the resurrection power they cannot deny my upliftment you accept the very nature of god that is faith you see one of the nature is this you get to know that god doesn't lie he cannot so i said your basis for your faith is the nature of god that one god cannot change malachi chapter 3 verse 6 two god cannot fail job chapter 42 verse 2 and the last one god cannot lie numbers 23 verses 19 numbers 23 verses 19 god cannot lie so when you have this understanding it doesn't matter how long the promise of god will take to manifest in your life you will not be moved so numbers 23 verse 19 it says god is not a man that's the first point you should remember that a god that we serve is not a man 
I mean, a man or a woman might disappoint you. Maybe you might have an appointment and you get there and the person will tell you, I'm very sorry. Something came up, so can we reschedule? God doesn't do that. God spoke to Abraham, leave your father's house to a place I will show you. And God blessed Abraham when Abraham obeyed. So the last time I said, faith is obedience. One, in action to what the response of what God has said. So action powers what God has said. Obedience to what God has said. So you obey. And after obeying, you act to the voice of God. That is what we call faith. That is what we call faith. So I always, when I'm reading the Bible, I seek out for five things. The time within which that scripture is occurring. I look out for entities involved. So whether it's a man and a spirit that is God or an angel or man between a man, these are the entities involved. Then I look at the place, the setting, where that person was, what exactly was occurring. Then I look at the action the person did. So, if God asked Abraham, that is the entity, the entities involved, God and man. If God asked Abraham at a particular time to give his son, that is the word action, and the Bible says that the location was upon a high place, a mountain, where he was separated from everyone. The Bible makes us understand that when Abraham was going to sacrifice Isaac, he went there alone. That is to say, if we want to give, we don't pay attention to what is around us. You need to go to a high place. In other words, it is your spirit that is going to do it. So you give by the spirit. Listen, now is the time that those who worship me should worship me in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. In spirit and in truth. And I believe that is the, um, the right way to engage God. And when Abraham carried out that action, there was a result. Faith and actions goes together. That is why scripture says, show me your faith and show me your works. Faith always acts. You see, it acts. Abraham didn't know the outcome 
but he what acted upon what God said. So maybe you might be taking an adventure of faith. Don't look at what you are seeing. No. Base your action on what God has done for you, for men of old, for people around. That is why Revelation chapter 12 verse 11, I conclude with that. He says, for they overcame by the blood and the word of their testimony. So the testimony that the blood is capable is what overcame the devil. So as Christians, because Jesus died and his blood was shed, that innocent blood was shed, that blood speaks and he speaks better things than Abel's blood. And that blood is still speaking. It is not changing. It is still speaking blessing. It is still speaking security. It is still speaking, I mean, restoration, blessings, every good thing it is speaking. And all we need to do is to accept the nature of God, that God cannot lie. He will never lie. He is not a man and he will never lie. If he says, test me with this thing by paying your tithe, he means it. So all we need to do is to hold on to God. Father Lord, your word says, ah, we should bring our tithe and our offerings to your storehouse that there will be, I mean, bread and food in your storehouse and you open up the gate and windows of heaven you pour out the rain upon us you will build the devourer so the devourer being thieves the devourer being i mean sickness anything that takes your money away anything that takes your joy anything that takes i mean your peace it's a devourer. Devourer, I mean, it takes. So when God's word says that test me, he cannot lie. He cannot lie. So when the devil comes at you, the devil has crossed a boundary. It's like an embassy within a country. So, if Ghana's embassy in the United States allows, say, a person of interest in the United States, the government of United States has no right to attack that person within the embassy. That person enjoys the security within the walls of Ghana Embassy. So, when you are living under the word of God, as a child of God, and you are under whatever the word is saying, Satan has no right to turn you into a prey. 
he has no right because you are the child of God. He cannot come. He will plan and form, but the plans shouldn't affect you. So no weapon formed against you shall stand. So when you have that mindset, you are able to what? Overcome. Hallelujah. So today, I just wanted us to know upon what basis we will build our faith on. God willing, we will continue from um, here the next time we meet. God bless you. Amen.